We want to thank our amazing sponsor, the Rope Drop Queen herself, Michelle McKnight. She's a destination specialist with touring plans and can help you plan an amazing vacation. Whether it's Disney, Universal, a cruise, or an all-inclusive, she can help you with booking, planning, and strategizing to help you have an incredible experience at a great rate. Contact her today at michelle at touringplans.com. Now, on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. Derek and Doug talking all things Disney, and it is trip report time. Not only trip report, Doug, it is an opening day attraction trip report. You were there getting on Guardians of the Galaxy, and we're going to talk all about it on this week's episode. But uh, I think the big thing is you did it and you survived. I did it, and I've spent about the last two years, ever since they announced backwards launch yep i've said nope nope and the show said yes and then the just the wanting to give the experience to the listeners of what would happen to me made me go on it i did it for you if you're listening right now um congratulations i will obviously do things you asked me to do and and the people that really got you to do it were our patreons doug they were all over social media making sure you got in the attraction and we added a few new ones to the rope drop radio community thank you kim sarzinski uh i hope i said that right it seems pretty close these names are good yep marcus Marcus. bouchelon and Carrie G. So thank you so much for joining the Rope Drop Radio community, getting uh, some bonus episodes. We might have a couple. One of them this week is going to be from my wife's trip report. She was down there at the same time Doug was and did Guardians as well. But we're going to hear more about her experiences with Lightning's Lane and Genie Plus, which is going to be a whole episode for Patreon. And I think Marcus helped me get unlost at the Grand Floridian yesterday. Oh, thank recording you, on Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. I did a long walk from Magic Kingdom back to the Poly live with the patrons, and I, I, I got lost. It happens. Happens to the best of us. So thank you guys so much for being a part of the community. If you'd like to be one of our patrons and help support the show, you can click the link in the show notes. There you go. And also Apple reviews or Spotify reviews. We love all reviews, and we read them. So this week we have thank you for this podcast. Five stars by Claire Scat. We took our kids, ages three and six, on their first Disney trip, and I can say definitively that this podcast made a huge, all in capitals, by the way, difference in our trip planning. I've heard a lot of complaints about recent Disney changes, parentheses, Genie Plus, Lightning Lanes, etc. But thanks to Rope Drop Radio, I was totally prepared, knew exactly what to do. And we had the best trip ever. We already booked a trip back, and you can bet I'll continue listening. Thank you so much. Oh, I love it. I love when people have great trips. That's I do oh too. And gosh. like we can help it be better. Yeah. Like, yeah, we're not huge fans of some of the changes, but we're gonna do our best to. We're give gonna you endure the them, and you know, help you strategize to make the best out of my. And that's what, in fact, a with lot Patreon, uh, with my wife, we're, we're talking about that as well. So. Another good one for, but we learned that your wife needs to listen to our show more. That we do know. Yes. Yes. 
that is in the Patreon show. But yes, Doug, let's talk about We're just going to dive in. Uh, we'll get to some of the travel stuff. But let's talk Guardians. It is the big thing. How did you pull it off? It's opening day. Weren't there lines? Weren't there people all over Epcot? Well, we started opening day in Kansas City on a 6 a.m. flight. Yeah. We were in the park by like 10.30, I think. So our flight, the doors close at 6.10 Central. Um, yeah, so we made our lightning lanes and our virtual boarding thing as they're telling us to, you know, switch into airplane mode. We were not the only people doing lightning lanes and things right at right at 6 a.m. There was several other people you could see. There was cheers. There was groans, just like when you're standing outside a park waiting to get in. But this was Our on plane the was like that. This was on a Spirit Airlines flight from Kansas City to MCO. So that was a touch stressful. So we'll talk more about the the. Oh no, we should probably talk about how to get on it. Shouldn't yeah, we first? absolutely. The, how do you get queue. on? Gar- yeah. So you asked though about the lines, the crowds, the atmosphere. So because of the virtual queue and the lightning lanes, there is no crowd. There is what? no atmosphere. There is yeah. no pomp. There's no circumstance. So like when I went to uh, when Rise of the Resistance opened. It was like electricity, even though there's yeah, like three Millennium cast Falcon, members. That was one of the greatest like, experiences ah, of my life. Every, we're there at 3 a.m., right? And just having a good time. Um, uh, and then the for Rise of the Resistance, that was the first virtual boarding group. They're handing out pamphlets, little one little half sheet of paper to the first so many people in line. We'd never heard of this. So we all just still walked to the attraction and – and the poor cast members are like, yeah, this is not how this works. So that was like the last opening day that had electricity that quickly turned into pitchfork type mob. Now we know what boarding groups are. So it was anticlimactical. That's a bummer. Right I know word. I kind of picked up on that. That's not like it's just it, it's open. And enough people have done the uh, – they did so previews. many events and previews for AP and DVC and things like that. So a lot of people had already been on it. So, like, there's still all the vloggers all around. So, like, um, one that was right behind us in line was the Prince Charming Dev. I don't, oh, okay. I, I haven't went and watched his video to see how many appearances I make in the background, like, itching my forehead or something. Um, but, you know. I mean, if he's but behind you, that's when you turn the hat backwards. Get the I brand should in have just hovered with logos yep. in the way, but yeah. So it still had that. If that makes it feel like an opening day, there was still people grumpy about not getting lightning lanes. And let's dive into lightning lanes, Derek. They're necessary. Yep. Let's, you so you have to get it. Individual lightning lane attraction. If you are on your own booking this by yourself, no one else helping you. Just pay for it because then you can pick the time. There's a lot more allocated to that, especially at 7 a.m. And you can control your day a little bit. You still need to watch your your clock tick down the seconds. You're not watching a clock sit at 6.59 and waiting for it to hit 7 so you can hit refresh. You're watching a clock count the seconds so that you hit refresh. But let's back up a second. You can go into the tip board, select it. Pick your party at like 6.55. So you don't have to do that at 7 a.m. You can select who's available. It's only going to show you people with park passes and tickets that work. Um, if you have a park pass for a different park, you'll be able to get a lightning lane after two. 
um, Epcot, you'll be able to pick throughout the whole day. But once that 7 a.m. rolls around, you want to have your group pick. So you should have the right people when there's not even pressure. Yep. Like there's not even pressure at this point. 7 a.m. is when the pressure starts. You hit refresh, you hit join, um, or you buy, depending on what you're trying to do. And then you pick your time, go check out. If it airs out or says it doesn't work, try again at 7.10 because it's a reservation ticket system. Like you're buying movie tickets, it holds the seat for so long once you put it in your cart. So if it aired out on you, your same Lightning Lane is probably going to be available to purchase at 7.10 or 7.12. So keep refreshing at that frame and you might be able to pick one up in the 7 a.m. drop. That's the individual Lightning Lanes. Um, they're going to sell out within the first so many seconds. So you got to be right on it. We're not talking 701. We're not talking at 7 o'clock in 25 seconds. You're doing it on the second. And then you check again at 710, 712. Okay? That's your best bet. Give the individual lightning leads. However, if you don't want to spend the money, there is the virtual boarding groups. They do two drops at 7 a.m. and 1 p.m. It seems like they hold a lot back for 1 p.m. A lot of them at 1 p.m. Uh, we managed to get a 7 a.m. one two of the three days that we had a boarding uh, park pass. Um, and on the day we did not get a 7 a.m., we got one at the 1 o'clock drop. So every day we got a individual lightning lane and a virtual boarding group. Now, Michelle was buying the individual lightning lane. Alden and I were going for the virtual boarding group all at the same time, all in the same account without any problems. Did Alden beat me to it on the individual or on the boarding group every time? Yes. Yes, he did. Those, those teenagers these days, teenagers they got quick, quick thumbs. So old man, Doug using his pointer finger, trying to pull down slowly. You're not supposed to use your pointer finger. I don't know. Kids use their thumbs. I think do I, they, use I, my, I don't know what I do. I will also point out Michelle woke us up at six fifty like seven. The phone open to the screen where we've already selected the party all we had to do is hit refresh and join for the boarding group. Nice. I like refresh it. and join. So that's all you have to do. Refresh and join. Um, you should have it ready. You no stress. Like got to scroll through your whole friends and family list done. So we got it. You got it. And you got it a bunch. It. So, a bunch. and you so can too. So yeah. that's what we're trying to get to. Let's talk about, uh, uh, the ride though. Oh, one other oh. thing real quick Yep. on the night that there's the evening extended hours for deluxe resorts. Guess they there another is another one, a seven another o'clock? drop for virtual 6 p.m. Oh, 6 so PM. 7 a.m., 1 p.m., and 6, 6 p.m. for deluxe. Yep. So if you want to get a group during that extra time, 6 p.m. There you go. There. So yes, they're given a lot of opportunities to ride this attraction because I heard it's a great attraction, Doug. So let's talk about it. We'll start with the queue and work our way through the ride. So I guess if you don't want spoilers for it, uh, skip ahead, you know, uh, three or four times, but yes. Yeah. So the queue winds around. Um, essentially the idea is they're setting up an expo for Xandar so this is another world showcase pavilion, right? So you're learning about Xandar, all this stuff. The Guardians of the Galaxies are on screens. The queue is all well done, lots of things. I went through the virtual boarding group queue or the lightning lane queue. I can't really the, – the virtual boarding group. Went through the boarding group queue, I think. Yes, that's what I went through when I did it. Um, 
it was right at like 10:30 in the morning. Like we got there, got to Epcot, got in a line, walked through the first part, then started to see the exhibits, different screens. You go into a pre-show where like I don't know, the prime minister, president, whatever of Xandar, that lady from the movie is talking to us. I don't really remember what she said because I was mostly regretting my life's decisions at that point. Lost stress coming in, making sure your motion sickness patch is working. Yeah. So then we move into the next room and that's where Terry Crews is entertaining us. Um, Bad things happen. They steal a thingamadoodle, right? That creates the holes in the time that you jump through that it had a name. Also still at this stage, wondering why i'm here um and for then, this moment to talk about it on the show is it God. is it Tarek? um so i don't remember but the guardians show up they talk to there's really not spoilers because my brain wasn't fully working um then the guardians show up and then we have to rescue them but the only way we can rescue them is if we go through the exit escape pod thing so that's how we end up on a roller coaster um, so then we leave that pre-show a little bit more line. It loads just like Thunder Mountain going down a ramp. And we get in line. Lots of leg room on this ride. Very spacious. Lap bar comes down. Regretting things more. Who's um, sitting by you, by the way? Who's worried about the end? Samantha. Oh, Samantha volunteered. The oldest oh, I think she thought it would be funny. Okay. I would she too. enjoyed it. You're going to be more... on there with me sometime. Just letting nope. you know. Nope. For the show, we're micing nope. you up on this one. Did it once. Um, and so, like, you kind of slowly go out. Then you sit there for a little bit before the launch. And I was just trying to tell I verbally out loud said, this is just like Spaceship Earth, right? We're going to see, like, the history of space travel from Xandar nice and slow. And Samantha laughs at me. And the ladies in front of me, I think, thought I was for real that I was really fully expecting a trip through space travel on Xandar. So then it launches, Derek, and it's backwards, and it spins, and there's music. We have the song September, and that was cool. Um, But, oh, my gosh, it points you in different directions. It spins this way. It rolls that way. It does not go upside down, as far as I can tell. Um, it felt like it was way longer than necessary. And about halfway through, I was just breathing, so I didn't throw up everywhere. And what happened when you got off the ride? Well, I slowly exited the vehicle. And um, you, you have to go a ways to get to a bench. And there's one bench. And there's, like, people standing in front of it. Somebody's parked a scooter in front of it that's just sitting in the scooter. And I'm like, I need that bench. And they just stared at me. So I basically stepped on the through them and then looked at me like I was a jerk. And I sat down. I sat down, and a cast member comes over with a barf bag and a bottle of water for me. They were prepared. They know they this prepared. is going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, so I did not need the barf bag, but the bottle of water was definitely needed. I asked where a water fountain was. There is not one. So when you exit Star Tours, there's a bench right outside each exit and a water fountain. Someone with motion sickness helped design that ride. Nobody with motion sickness even attempted to help this. So That's fine. There you go. But 
in the end, you survived. And I'm also glad for all the people that um, definitely got on social media to make sure you were still okay. So thank you to all of our listeners who were very involved on this one because you didn't post real quick right away. We were concerned. But if you can do it, Doug, I think that means anyone can do it. I wouldn't say that. No. Okay. I did it, but it was not fun. Um, it wasn't the ride fun. is amazing, okay. but it's not a good time for motion sickness people. I would not recommend it if you are prone to motion sickness. Um, other people that have no motion sickness problems would go on it the second time and not feel so good the second time. I'm intrigued to see how I time. do. I'll do it in August. Um, we'll see. So it's it is the smoothest roller coaster I've ever been on. Like mm-hmm. makes everything else seem like say, a Veloci- rickety old. Velocicoaster is still the smoothest well, I've done. You haven't done that hard one. Pass. Okay. Hard pass. Okay. Hard pass. Compared to like Rockin' or Everest, mm-hmm. it's like, like, like Samantha was like, it's too smooth. That's a thing? Yeah. And so there's not many G-forces. Uh, well, she does drive now. It's probably not there's used to her driving. Of, yes, a lot of braking and going. Um <laughs> I hope she listens to this too. Yeah. So it's it's super smooth. So if you have problems with roughness, you might be fine on this. If like getting shaken around is a problem for you, this one's not. It's the pointing a different direction than you're going is a problem. So if Everest is a problem, this is going to be a problem. However, Everest has G-forces on some of those turns. This I never felt the G forces. Samantha said it was too mild. It's not extreme enough. Oh, it's actually a good point. You, I so mean, Epcot does need some more thrills, and I heard this doesn't have the extreme thrill that people wanted. It doesn't have the G forces, but it has the story. It has screens every which way. So if you have motion sickness issues, like when you go on Turtle Talk with Crush, and you're in the the part where the bubbles are going around you, like you're in the uh, East Australian current. If that you have to close your eyes for, do not go on this attraction. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. Well, let's talk about, we'll we'll jump away from Guardians for a little bit. We're going to talk about some of the other new things you got to experience because right by Guardians is a brand new place to eat uh, there at Epcot, Doug. So you got to try some new dining. Right, the Connections Eatery is now open. Not to be confused with the Connections Cafe. Connections Cafe is Starbucks. It is located where the electric umbrella was. The Connections Eatery is around the corner towards Guardians, um, where Interventions would have been. Um, It's big, huge, massive. They've they took all of that innovation space and turned it into Starbucks. And also, the there was they dining. needed dining in that area. Well, I mean, Electric Umbrella definitely served its purpose. Um, this menu-wise, it has pizza and burgers, you know, in a, a breaded chicken sandwich, um, a salad. It it's good. It's fine. The burger was above average. Um, Alden and I had two different burgers. He had the like classic type of American burger. I had the French one. Um, both above average. Definitely um, better than what you're getting at Cosmic Race. No doubt. But nothing really to write home about. Um, the girls got the pizza. They rated Pizza Rizzo higher. Oh, so. No. 
that's they One said of the these days I need to just better. have you over to try my pizza. But okay. I'm sure it's better than Pizza Rizzo. Um, but they said the crust was better at Connections Eatery, but the pizza is better at Pizza Rizzo's. I also like the Caesar salad at Pizza Rizzo's better than the Italian salad that came with the slice of pizza. So um, you might get about the same amount of pizza at both Pizza Rizzo's and Connections, even though it's a slice versus a mini pizza. Um, but yeah, we're comparing it to Rizzo's. Wow. Didn't expect that. I thought it'd be more like, is this better than something, you know, better than Pizza Rizzo's? Because Pizza Rizzo's is not good pizza. We've, we've established edible. this on the show. Very much Edible so. pizza. We can't seem to job. go through an episode without even talking about it. So this, I didn't want to compare it to that, but that's what the girls did. They okay. both did it. Um, they, they put a secret sauce on the chicken sandwich. And Michelle wishes they would have described it more because I think it was a little bit tangier than what she was looking for. Um, but uh, it's good. It's going to serve its purpose. It's going to feed the masses. Yeah, my wife masses. loved it. I know that. So, uh, And it's in a great location, I think. Well, it's in the same general area they had counter service for the last 30 years. So but It's been gone for what? The last year? Just, How long just, has it been no counter service there? Um, since pre-pandemic. Pandemic. I can't. Mm, if it closed pre-pandemic, it was like the week before. Man, it just seems so like it forever. wasn't wasn't that long before. If it oh, was, okay. I can't remember. It's all a blurry mess because now. when the park closed, everything was closed, right? Yep. Um, but you know, you can get chicken strips again. I believe That's so. The key. And I think they had mac and cheese. Maybe I can't remember. It's the menu will probably be changed by the time you listen to this. Probably. That's what happens with new restaurants. Most dining. Yep. But the but I'd say. Above average counter service dining. It's probably not going to be my favorite place to eat, but right now it's good. It's in a great location for lunch. Okay. That's good. All right. Let's talk about where you stayed real quick. You did five nights at the Polynesian. Uh, I'm going to be staying there in August. I cannot freaking wait, but uh, how was it? It was great. We had uh, our room was literally like the next room over from the great ceremonial house. If you come in the front door of the great ceremonial house, there's, you know, um, you can walk straight out the back, go towards the pool. Um, You can go to the left, go to Captain Cook's um, or you can go to the right. And we were that building right outside there up the stairs, second floor. That's dangerously close to getting Dole Whips, Doug. It. Yes. If the Dole Whip line wasn't ridiculously long and they had no mobile order, um, yeah, I would have gotten a lot of Dole Whip. You couldn't mobile order uh, there. That drove me nuts. No room service Dole Whip to your no. uh, door? Do they know who no. you are, Doug? Right, right. I kind they of They should have had one, one ready when you were walking but into the poly. I got it one night, so it's okay. Um, and then, so we had great room location. The rooms are huge, which is great with a family of five, especially when your five is getting larger. Um, I mean. Okay, you don't have to say that about yourself, Doug. I am, you know, it happens. Okay. It happens. We're going to do a run Disney event sometime, Doug. And change that size get, thing. We're going to get in shape. Got it. Um, but, you know, we were so close that, like, the kids would go to Captain Cook's and get stuff on their own. Um, Sam went and got dinner one time for herself because she wanted it again. She was getting the wings that are from Ohana but from Captain Cook's. Yep. Uh, they have a noodle similar to what you get at Ohana on Captain similar. Cook's. Similar. It's not quite the yeah, same. The missing. wings aren't quite the same, yeah. but it's very close, close enough. Um, 
uh, one night Michelle and Samantha ordered uh, bread pudding to go from Kona, which is the same as Ohana. Yep. So there's a lot of neat dining options, and we took full advantage of that throughout the week. We did not actually have an Ohana, but we ate bits and pieces of it all week. Um, I love Captain Cook's. I think I said that two episodes ago on one of my hidden gym things. And I got the nachos. Like, there's just – you could eat something different every day. Yep. And it's like the Ohana's total opposite. Got, or, yeah, the Polly's got great dining and yeah. great bars and little hidden gems. Yes, and actually the food on the um, Trader Sam's Terrace is actually good too. There's yep. some neat things there. So lots of food options at the Polly. So it was one of the highlights. Also um, – just the atmosphere, walking around. Um, we did watch fireworks there one night. And yeah, I talked about that being a hidden gem a few weeks ago. Yeah. Not watching in the crowds. There was eight gazillion people on that beach. It was Never a crowd. Mind. The crowd. Yeah. The 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 whole no crowd. They is... listened to our show and then right. went. So we got there ten minutes before fireworks, thinking that would be adequate, and it was not. It was it was not. So we were on the sidewalk just back. You just main thing is you want to be able to see the castle, right? So we're standing there. We can see the castle. Michelle's filming. There's a tall guy in front of her, all like 10, 15 feet in front. Um, not 10 or 15 feet tall. Got it. No, he's like six something, six five. A tall person, right? Person, 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 tall person, 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 right? We, at the, towards the end of the opening song, Shoulder kid pops up on yep, top of the every tallest time, 100%. person. So even on the stinking Polynesian beach, shoulder kid makes it an appearance. Also, shoulder kid didn't want to be on the shoulders, kept like trying to get off, and they kept forcing the kid up there. That's my favorite kind of shoulder kid, the kid that doesn't want to yeah. doesn't want to watch, doesn't care. Ah, uh, so Poly Beach, get there a little earlier than you think. Ten minutes, not enough. So then Sam and I are like. Forget the fireworks. We're going to go get Dole Whip. There's going to be no one No one there. Watching the fire. No, it was like 20 people deep. So I don't know if I've ever seen that line 20 people deep. Oh, it was all every evening. That's crazy. It was it was 20 people deep. Um, I think it just it's Dole Whip. Why wouldn't it be? Um, And then so we just watched the fireworks from the Dole Whip line. Makes sense. They pipe the music in That's, everywhere. You know what? So, it's a father-daughter bonding moment. Yeah. Michelle stayed out towards the beach behind Shoulder Kid. Actually, Shoulder Kid was short-lived. They went back down eventually. But, yeah, we got our Dole Whip, took some back to the room for, for Claire. who, Like, Claire and Alden, they didn't even want to go to the beach to watch fireworks. They're like, yeah, we're going to lay here and watch TikTok. Yep. Kids these days, teenagers. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Right. They're the worst. All right. Uh, you talked about how many people were there. I'm curious, compared to March and spring break, what were the crowds like in er- yeah, early summer, we can say? It was significantly less. If you're ever looking for a long weekend to go to Disney, it's usually a bad idea. Like President's Weekend, Martin Luther King Weekend, bad ideas, right? Crowds come. Um, but for some reason, Memorial Weekend is not nearly as bad. It was so much less crowded than Spring Break, Derek. So much less. That's what less. my wife was saying. So much less. And like Labor Day would be the other holiday weekend that would be even less. That's usually so when we go. We used to go on go. that one all the time. 
However, it did feel like um, we were on the face of the sun a few times. Yeah, Not gonna lie, in Florida. Yeah, it uh, it felt like razor blades darting out of the sky at your skin. But mm. you know, that's what the afternoons for. Which we took a nice break most afternoons to avoid the peak of the heat. Um, but that's also when Alden went for his runs for cross country, right in the middle of the heat of the day. I don't um, understand that kid. He's crazy, but he ran. You know, from the Polynesian over to the Magic Kingdom and back over and over and over and over and over. One day we did, for his running, we went over to the beach yeah, club. Too bad there's no way to, like, completely go around. Right, because you have to go through security. Yep. And then the security guard said, yeah, you can't run through here. You'd have to get to the other, the contemporary security before you can run again. Mm-hmm. And so that's, yeah. So he just turned around at security. One, one day the security guard counted for him. Oh, that's How funny. many times he came. Yeah. And the monorail honked at him once. Oh, so, there you go. Yeah. Um, but uh, we did go over to the really, beach club. Really hoping that this kid gets a scholarship. You know, we do a show in like five years and you're like, and yeah, he's got a full ride. Yeah, all that And all this Disney off. running has happened. Yeah. So it's. Yeah. Listen, some of our listeners will hopefully remember that when we did. Yeah. Yeah, you guys talked about that. So he was mad we didn't stay at the beach or yacht or boardwalk. Oh, yeah. For running Better purposes running. only. And so one day Michelle made a dining reservation He's 14 for or lunch. 15? He's 14. Oh, my gosh, 14. Entitlements yeah. they have. Which, right. Where we stay? How, how dare you We're stay at the, at the Polynesian. My kid was at the All-Stars uh, when you were there. That's, so Yeah. Um, so we made a dining. We went and had lunch and ice cream at um, Beaches and Cream while he ran eight miles at one o'clock in the afternoon in Florida. And then we got a hamburger for him to go. And so when he was done, it worked out perfectly with us being done. And then he drank some water from Beaches and Cream and went back to the poly and I took a nap and he ate his cheeseburger. There you go. All right. Well, uh, good luck, Alden, in all your future endeavors with that. Anyway, let's talk about the rest of your trip. Uh, you spent a lot of time at Epcot. In fact, didn't you have park passes only Epcot? The first three days were Epcot. Okay. Yeah. So, and we, Just because we wanted to make sure Guardians. Wanted to make sure we got on it. We didn't know how hard it would be. We didn't know when we had to make the park passes. We didn't know the rules. We didn't know if we could buy a lightning lane, if you had to have a park pass, if you could get on it without a park pass. Turns out you don't have to have a park pass. You can still buy a lightning lane for the evening. Thank goodness. Right? So, yeah. It's, we. I mean, we technically got it six times with six tries. There you go. But it took teamwork. Yeah. So, yeah, that was it. And one, one day for lunch, though, we went to Viennapoli. Yes. In the middle of it. Good pizza. That was... It was good, much better than I the others was, we yes, were discussing. Okay. It was it was good. Um, I need to get back there. It's been a while. I, last time I went to was with you and Kent. Oh yeah, it's, it's been, been a while. while. Yeah, we even were successful enough to get Kent onto um, Guardians. Nice. So that's funny. That I got Kent on Ratatouille, so uh, that was uh, when that just opened. So there you go. Yep. We help we help our listeners out when they're at the parks and need to get on attractions. Yep. And one night, Alden and I did go to the Orlando City game with Kent, and the girls went to the Magic Kingdom. So I don't know that who won well. that one. Not Orlando City. Okay. I can tell you that that was was Brutal. rough game. All rough right. Game. All right. <laughs> 
So let's talk about the weather. You said it was hotter than the sun, but also this is the time of year where it can rain at any possible second. Mm -hmm. So what was that like? We never got rained on. That's good. Don't know how the the weather. I watched the guy in the morning, a different channel each day. I they're like the storm storms are rolling in at noon. Like they're wrong every day. We never got wet. We always thought, oh, Alden, you better hurry. You're going to get rain. You don't have enough time to run. He never did. Although we're at Animal Kingdom, and so we rode Flight of Passage because we made uh, individual lightning lane in the morning, and then we did a reverse rope drop. Uh, episode 301, I believe, is our reverse rope drop episode, if you don't know what that is. Um, so we rode it, but Michelle's ride vehicle like shook the whole time and did made weird noises. And so Michelle told the person as we we're exiting, uh, something was going on with the chair. So they got a re-ride. I did not re-ride because that would have been bad for Doug. I can do that once and then I'm good and I leave it at that. Um, so while they're on their re-ride, uh, we had a lightning lane for Everest set up and a lightning lane for Safari. No, we were just going to go to Safari because the weight was low. But there was this bolt of lightning that had to have hit something in the park. You could feel the ground shake. And I was just in the Pandora area. You would have thought every small child was immediately hit by something because they all screamed, cried, ran. Adults ran for cover into the... Satuli canteen covered seating area. I just stood there. I didn't even. I just watched Eric. You're just like I'm dead. Just taking it. Just like it's gonna get me. It's gonna get y'all. I don't. You know. And like this one crack of lightning shut down every outdoor attraction except the safari for some reason. So know how to deal with thunder better than we do. I guess. So we went on the safari literally 10 minutes before it closes at 7.15, 7.20. It closes at 7.30. Park closes at 8. Keep in mind, that ride closes at weird times. It is in the app now, at least. I did yep. find it. Um, the giraffes weren't even lined up to go backstage. They were just gone. Like, half the animals just... They heard the lightning, and they're like, we're out. Just gone. Like, yeah, and I'm clocking out for the night, guys. Workman's uh, we comp. See, I did see a. There's a bunch of baby flamingos. If you go right now, mm-hmm. that are little gray fuzzballs, and they. I mean, the parent flamingos sit on them in the nest even, and I did see a baby flamingo get pooped on. That was kind of the highlight of Wow Safari for me. It's a Disney highlight right there. <laughs> it's just oh so much. Check poop. that off the list. So much poop, Derek. That's gross. <laughs> oh, we're moving on. So okay. Uh, it's Rope Drop Radio, Doug. We have not talked about any of your rope drops, so uh, you did do a lot at Epcot. What did you do when you went to the Magic Kingdom? So Magic Kingdom, uh, we had Space Mountain already in a lightning lane. We had Mine Train in an individual lightning lane attraction. So we were there for our extra half hour, which is only Fantasyland and Tomorrowland. So we were going to rope drop Peter Pan thinking everybody else is headed to mine train Derek turns out we're wrong lots of people go to uh Peter Pan we so because of our thought like everybody's going to mine train we were in the mob but we weren't at the front of the mob 
Uh, we were 20 minutes there before. So 9 a.m. opening, 8.30 um, early entry. We were there at 8.10 hmm. okay. in the mall, yep. right? So 20 minutes in early. In the stew. In the stew, yeah, the people soup. And it took us 20 minutes to get off of Pan. We didn't get done with Peter Pan until um, 8.50. Yeah. So that you still got to be towards the front of the rope for that. Yep. If you want to get off it, back to poo, teacup, like if you want to knock out a couple things in your half hour. Um, so then we went and we joined, as soon as we got off that, joined the rope drop um, back in Fantasyland by Rapunzel's bathroom because that beats the people on the hub yep. that are standing there like noobs. Um so even if you're a little late and you're staying on property, it's still wise to come into the morning thing and go around and wait back by Rapunzel's bathroom by Haunted Mansion to come in and get to Thunder Splash because you can beat the people coming from the hub on Adventureland and Frontierland and Liberty Square. Um, so you don't necessarily need to wait on those ropes if you can get back there. If you're... You know, you're not early enough to rope drop space, but you're early enough to get to the other rope within the rope drop. You can do that little little random tip. That's a good one. Uh, yeah, good little tip. It's all, some points all free for all to get, especially like Big Thunder. Elbow right stare. There. Yep, just got to throw Elbows. some of those. Stroller, that's what I learned. So, uh, all right. And uh, you did another dining. Uh, you got to hug a character. We all saw it on our social media. <sighs> Chef Mickey's. You actually got an ADR. I know Michelle said it's kind of challenging right now. But um, how's Mickey? Did you eat all your waffles? Oh, we ate plenty. The food is good. Bountiful. Comes a lot. It's You just ask for more. It's, it is one of the better breakfast meals now. I'm not going to lie. They have like a brisket in with the eggs. And I'm intrigued. It's good. I enjoyed it. Normally, I, before the pandemic, did not like Chef Mickey's. Post-pandemic, I like it. Um, it's family style. Um, our waitress this time brought us five Mickey waffles to start with instead of two. So that was good. That's good. Smart. Yeah, they looked the at la- you and knew. Right. They, they saw, oh, five people. We should bring five of everything, right? So um, it was good. It was good. I did have to hug a character, though. That you was did. the low part of the meal for me but you unfortunately that came back it was all staged it was all staged eric i'm still awkward as ever um my awkwardness came out in the picture with donald though later Oh, that's not the picture i got oh Oh, i know i wonder why well there you go (laughs) no you just you were too quick to post the the mickey one for me to send the donald one yeah you're just too quick but it was good um we booked that because originally maybe that should go on our patreon page this week oh it went photo would did it go somewhere did i miss it i think i put it somewhere okay it's it's been posted don't worry people harassed me plenty i think it was on twitter it was on there yeah um but yeah chef mickey's is good nice break Easy walk or monorail ride from the Magic Kingdom. Had a late breakfast, early lunch, whichever way you want to shake it. All right. Well, one thing uh, we did not talk about is uh, your evenings uh, with Hollywood Studios. You did Magic Kingdom one night. What happened at Hollywood Studios? We broke it. Oh, you broke Hollywood we broke, Studios. We broke Hollywood Studios. Yeah, like um, they were in the garage part of Rock and Roller Coaster. It went down. Yep. Um, by the time we got to Rise of the Resistance, 
it went down. Um, we rode Toy Story Mania. I think I got my highest score ever, uh, 260 something. Wow. I made another person in the vehicle very upset. They scored like a 230. Mm-hmm. They seemed like they had never been beaten before so that was fun um and then slinky dog went down like even slinky dog went down we had a pass for slinky dog so and it was park closes at nine we're sitting there sitting there sitting there they go on star tours still sitting and waiting sitting waiting rocking comes back up they go back over, use their rockin' anytime fast pass or lightning lane, and it goes down. It comes back up. It goes like they're in line forever. So it's quarter to nine by the time they get out of it. I talked to one of the, the blue umbrella folks and guest experience team. Yep. And so they make it so that our lightning lanes rolled over into the next morning because we were rope dropping at Hollywood Studios. And so we already then we had a rise of resistance. We had a a slinky dog just waiting for us in the morning. So that next morning we made a tower lightning lane because that's a good idea. Yeah. Because that's going to be the longest, like longest line ever. Um, And then to get the individual lightning lanes activated that next morning i had to talk to guest services outside the park not inside the park they were very clear about that so i had to wait in line there for about 15 20 minutes before i could go in um they went in and rode star tours right away um or maybe rocking i don't even know at that point and we snagged a Mickey and Minnie's Lightning Lane as well in there um, after we tapped at Tower. But, yeah, I had to wait in line, talk to guest services, and I asked them why. Because when we were at Animal Kingdom and we couldn't use our Everest one because it shut down for the night, it just automatically turned into a anytime um, Lightning Lane for any park other than the individual Lightning Lanes. So... We actually used that for Rockin' when Rockin' broke down on them. Our Rockin' was actually Everest. It turned into Rockin', which turned back into Rockin', which blew up and exploded, I guess. But so I asked the guy at Hollywood Studios, like, how come Animal Kingdom can do that, but Hollywood Studios can't? And first he jokingly said, well, we're just not as technologically advanced as they are. And I wasn't sure if he was being was serious or, or not. not. Yeah, I wasn't 100% sure. And then he said, well, actually, because Toy Story or Slinky Dog and Rise aren't in the the same. They're in individual buckets. So, like, when you get an anytime attraction thing from any of our other Hollywood Studios attractions, you can't use it on Slinky Dog or on Rise of the Resistance. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. But why not just give us the pass that says you can't use it? I don't know. It's just give weird. Us paper fast passes. It's weird I had to stand in line twice. And is. Yep. End result was good. We had a great morning. We knocked out Tower, Mickey and Minnie's, Slinky Dog, Rise of the Resistance. We snuck in the Millennium Falcon the night before. Um, we had it with a lightning lane. So we not all the Hollywood studios broke, but we did manage to do things. We got it all done. It just 
We broke it. We that broke happens. all the series. I, hey, I was there in January and had Rise, Slinky, and Mickey and Minnie's all down at the same time. I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Right, because so, everywhere else then absorbs all those all people. All the lines, yeah. Oh, and, the, and Rockin' was like a nine-hour wait, and Tower of Terror was just, they just said N.A., just like, don't just, even try. Just, just stay off sunset. Yes. Um, but, like, the problem is they stopped doing all the, like, character meets at, like, four. Yep. The last show's everywhere at, like, four or five. So after that, if the rides go down in the evening, it's Star Tours. Yep. The Star Tours is always open. It's the most dependable attraction in that whole place. And that, but they go down to like one, uh, yeah, one simulator might, at the end. That the, drives me it's nuts. It's like seven o'clock. Because they'll be like, why is there a twenty-five minute line at Star Tours? And I'm like, why are you only running one simulator? Because they're gonna just pay three people to yep, do it. I know. That, that I, one... So I mean, it was fun. Um, we had a good time. Yep. We love Hollywood Studios. I got a lot of just atmosphere. Needs, needs more attractions. Like. But when Slinky Dog goes down, like, how does Slinky Dog go down? I've seen it down now multiple times. I don't get it. What? It's an off-the-shelf roller coaster that you put fancy ride vehicles on that look like a dog. Yeah. It shouldn't go down. Okay. Yeah, there you go. We broke. It was us. I'm sorry to anybody else that was there. All right. One thing you did and failed at was you tried to hop early. Yeah. Rumor has it. They're not really enforcing the two o'clock. So I thought, well, I'm going to go check this I out. I think it depends on what park you go to. I so think you... they're all a little different. Yep. And I think when a cast member tells you something like, ah, they're not enforcing it. It's kind of like bus drivers telling you things. Yeah. Hmm. Take with a grain of salt. Yep. I got to the Magic Kingdom at 110, Tried to tap in and went bonk, bonk, bonk. Like it made the most embarrassing loud noise, almost like. Signs popped out of the tap aisle, pointed at me and said, this guy can't read a clock. And then um, after talking to the cast member, she kind of winked and said, try back at 147. That's funny. So there you go. Magic Kingdom 147. 147 I know. Confirmed by three cast members yep. all nodding at me and winking. And I'm like, okay. And then I walked from there back to the Polynesian and I regret every second of that because I think but I you got But you tried it, which is good because... I tried it. Yep. Just for you. I Well, I, for, I did it as for... well. And I know Madison did it on her trip as well as also. So every, every park's different, Doug. Yep. Yep. So Magic I wish you would have tried all four parks. You know, we didn't hop that much early. We we hopped and then we I nap. Yeah, you know, that happens. Yeah. So okay. I think the last most exciting thing of the trip to wrap yep. it up here, Derek. I got evacuated off Splash Mountain, which makes my daughter extremely jealous because this whole week she's been watching evacuation off ride videos on YouTube. Which, just to clarify, they tell you. Do not take pictures. Yep. So if you're wondering why you didn't see a bunch of pictures from me posted on our social media, that is why. Oh, I got yelled at. I we got yeah, when it, we were on Rise, they said they're like, do not take out your phone. Like, like I don't okay. I don't want to lose my annual pass because yeah. I took a picture with like there was somebody that sat down on a prop with Br'er Rabbit. And took a picture. And yeah, it's like, do that. Just, just keep walking. Come on. This is why we can't have nice things. And people wonder why half the animatronics don't work. It's because people are petting them as we're leaving. And it was cool to walk out, not going to lie. The other people in our boat with us were very angry, getting grumpy and grumpy. And, like, we got, there's like, another line? And we're already out? Like, 
That was the line to get your anything fast pass, yep. people. They skipped over it. So I did not correct them because they no, were... they don't get it. Yeah. They well, don't listen that's to the their, show. That's their problem. So if you get evacuated, patience, patience. Yep. And remember, Disney will make it right. I got a bottle of water and a fast pass that I could use on like half the attractions. Not Space Mountain. We learned, sadly, not Space Mountain. Okay. I feel like a mountain that, for a mountain. That's actually one I want to ask. Has anyone been evacuated? Because that's been my daughter's big thing this week, no joke. So uh, she's been obsessed with all the behind-the-scenes stuff. So if that is you, let us know your story. We'll put it on social media. I want to know about it. And so does my daughter. So there yeah. you go, Splash Mountain. I've only been Rise. I have to rise. think about that. I've, I haven't been evacuated from the ride in Rise. Just no. various points of the line. Yeah, I've, uh, we're in, we're in um, interrogation. In, in interrogation. Yep. And we you got escaped. On, escaped inter- <laughs> oh, my gosh. That was still was uh, crazy. Like, uh, sorry, guys. It's like we got to improv this now. Yeah. yeah so there you yeah. go. Yeah, well, you had probably... a great... Yeah, you had a great trip. So, uh, yeah, beginning of summer, you got a fun summer. Any more trips coming up? Yes, Derek. There's on uh, 20-some days because one night we had to do our online check-in for our Greece cruise while at Disney World. You want something stressful to do. It's entering all of yours and your children's passport numbers and expiration dates on your phone on Disney Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi, yeah. That while sounds great. While you're in a hurry. Because in true Disney fashion, Disney Cruise Line's like, you know what? Disney World's doing this great thing with boarding groups. Stresses everybody out. That's the best. Let's stress everybody out. More stress. Less sleep, more stress. 30 days. Midnight Eastern. Let's stress everybody out. Because it's a race to get all your stuff entered so that you can get the earliest boarding group. Oh. So there's no more benefit of being platinum when it comes to your boarding group port arrival time. Uh, So we had to do that. So we're going to Greece the end of the month here. Uh, There'll be lots of content about that doing the nine nights on the magic. Um, And then shortly after that, Michelle and I will be on the wish on its third sailing. Almost number one, Doug. Almost number one, but definitely not number two. Number three. I, I, I got that. I got yeah, this. Trying, it's bad. All right. Someone, someone laughed at that. Yeah, I it was definitely late. Today it was he an did. early flight. And we're going to talk a little bow. bit more about Spirit Airlines on. Oh, we have Spirit. two Patreon shows this week. So excited Ooh. for. So if you want to hear those, uh, one with Doug about his travel, the other one with my spouse and how her genie and lightning lanes went. And also we have a bonus episode this week, Doug. Uh, my yeah. son Declan was on. We actually recorded it right before, and it's going to be coming out here in a couple days, uh, talking about his ninth birthday at Walt Disney World and why he chose to take his mom instead of me, <laughs> which I don't understand. I, it was just for sleeping in, Derek. That's I'm it. Pretty I don't that's sleep it. in, yes, because I'm taking my daughter without him in August and staying at the Poly. So there you go. Uh, if you want to uh, hear that, then be sure to subscribe, like, and follow, and please leave a review so Doug can butcher uh, your name on the air. And, of course, if you want to take a trip to Walt Disney World or Disney Cruise or the Star Cruiser or, or Adventures by Disney, whatever you need, talk to Michelle McKnight. Her email is in the show notes. She'll get all that book. She did an awesome job taking care of my son and my wife while they were there. And I am bummed that you guys weren't able to run into each other, Doug. Yeah, we tried. We tried. Just timing. 
Disney's a big place. It it's is. actually hard. But hello to everyone I did run into and people that talked to me. It was nice to meet you on yeah. the trip. Yep, and I know my wife ran into some listeners as well, so thank you guys so much, and uh, be sure to keep following along. So there you go, all the time that we have. So for Doug, I'm Derek. You've been listening to Rope Drop Radio.